before we start a very fun episode where we talk about the best-reviewed game for the NES, I wanted to take a moment to acknowledge the events that took place Tuesday night, after we'd finished recording. I want to call what happened in Atlanta this week by its name. A hate crime. I won't use the name of the shooter who killed eight people at Gold Spa, Aromatherapy Spa, and Young's Asian Massage, nor of the police captain who tried to chalk it up to a bad day, refusing to call it what it was. Racism. I won't demonize sex addiction by blaming these senseless deaths on it, as the choice to target these locations in particular proves that this was never about sex. This was about hatred of Asian people, and women in particular. Our words have consequences. We've already seen them this year with the attack on our capital on January 6th, but we clearly didn't learn our lesson. It may not be a direct line from hate speech to hate crimes, but every time we allow racist imagery or language to slip by without calling it out, it gets stronger. And it gets stronger, and it gets stronger, and it gets stronger, until someone decides to act on it. Blaming a global pandemic on a race of people, coming up with clever names for it that are puns on stereotypes of the area, these are the kinds of things that people internalize. Minds that are already susceptible to hatred become further twisted until the events of Tuesday night become all but inevitable. Jokes about what happens in Asian-owned massage parlors, the over-sexualization of Asian women in popular culture in general, children's books and cartoons with grotesque, stereotypical Asian imagery, these all need to stop. Stop Asian hate now, before we lose more of our Asian brothers and sisters. The following contest is a second-round match in the Kings of Consoles tournament to determine the greatest game in the history of the Nintendo Entertainment System. Two games enter, only one can advance. Introducing first, the 64th seed, a 1989 action-adventure game from Acclaim, Iron Sword, Wizards and Warriors 2! And its opponent, the number one seed, a 1990 platformer from Nintendo, Super Mario Bros. 3! Ringside judges are Pat Dooley and Ricky Giraldo. There's nothing left to say but round two, fight! Welcome to episode 53 of Kings of Consoles. This is the podcast where we're trying to find the best game for each home video game console by means of giant tournaments. Uh, you are catching us uh, a year in uh, tomorrow, tomorrow or yesterday. Yeah. I've lost track of the days of the week, uh, but sometime this week is the one year anniversary of episode one coming out last year. So we made it. We survived a year and what a year it's been. Um, a full and- year. Man, and we've made wow. it more than halfway through the tournament now. We're uh, kind of in the home stretch for round two. Uh, we've got what do we decide? We have we'll be down to 32 at the end of this. That's 68 would be the last one. So, yeah, we've got 14 more for round two, including this one. So, we are we are on We're the home there. stretch. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, there. so this is the third week of Super Marchio. A month dedicated to Mario and uh, Ricky pointed out something before we started recording uh, that I, I it's just a remarkable coincidence that we just happen to be doing that 
because what was it last week, Ricky? You said I believe so. Yeah, last Wednesday was Mario Day, which was the yeah. celebration for Mario's thirty-fifth anniversary. Thirty-five years since nineteen eighty-six, which makes me feel old. Um, but also, <laughs> holy cow, this franchise is still going strong at thirty-five years. And Crazy we've got man. a great one today. I mean, we've got the number one overall seed in our tournament, Super Mario Brothers 3, taking on the number 64 seed, Iron Sword, Wizards and Warriors 2, which we always start with the underdog. So let's uh, let's get Iron Sword out of the way here, because I think we all know how this is going to go. Uh, <laughs> but uh, Iron Sword is a 1989 action-adventure platformer from Acclaim. It is the sequel to Wizards and Warriors. Uh, and we last played it 33 weeks ago, back in episode 20, when it beat Stinger. Uh, did you have any, how was your experience this time with it? Any any new revelations this time around compared to uh, when we played it last? Uh, no, I don't think anything's changed. I think I like the first one better. I think I said that last time. <laughs> this one, I mean, I don't know. It's been a while since we played the first game. But uh, it's just the same. You know, I didn't... The platforming was good, I thought. Yeah, it's... It's a a solid game. Yeah, yeah, I I think think, that's uh, probably the best way to describe it, is it's solid. It's got decent music, it's got really good platforming, but it's, you know, it's, it's a fairly, I would say, above average NES platformer. And that was just a console that had a ton of platformers and we've played a lot of them uh, but this is one of the better ones it, it is and it's it's kind of cool because it, it does remind me of uh it's a, definitely a metrovania before a metrovania mm-hmm. yep absolutely so yeah. <laughs> i feel like we shouldn't be calling it metrovanias we should be calling it iron metrovania <laughs> fabiovanias like yeah this is unless this copied castlevania but well, because remember, it wasn't until really Castlevania 2 that... Um, or 3. No, Vania. 3 was the one. Because 2 was more RPG, wasn't it? I thought 2 yeah. felt more <clears throat> RPG. That's true, because 2 had more like going into towns and stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're right. 3 was more of the go back and get stuff. So, yeah, when... I don't remember. Castlevania 3, when did that come out? That was 1989 when it came out in japan so it's the same year that iron sword came out in the states so when does metroid come out when did that come out metroid i feel like was seven no. no there was there's a metroid we're gonna play it's our number six okay. seed in our tournament uh the first one 1986 yes so it wasn't a launch title or yeah, sorry, it was, uh, it was in arcades in 86 and the Famicom in 86. It came out for the NES in 87. So it was before this. And actually, now that I think about it, I think 87 might have been the same year that the first Wizards and Warriors came out. So those both happened about the same time. Wizards and Warriors was 87. The first one came out the same time as Metroid. This one came out the same time as uh, Castlevania 3. So it could have very well have been called a, a warrior vania or a castle sword right um, but, <laughs> but i but, guess metroid and castlevania were so much better that they were yeah. like yeah yeah they definitely, <laughs> not... they definitely left a bigger footprint on the industry i mean iron sword 
aside from it being a, a decent platformer, it's still most famous for that cover art. Exactly. <laughs> if you know Iron That's, Sword, you know it is the Fabio game. That is true. That is true. But yeah, I think honestly, this game was never destined to move on. <laughs> I hate to say it, but the next game we're gonna talk about is just yeah, it is what it is. You know. It's that- it's that poor 16 seed that has to go up against Gonzaga or or Baylor or Michigan or Illinois and just destined to get bounced. At least it got a, you know, it won its play-in game if we're continuing the March Madness metaphor. Exactly. This is like, or this is like a first seed facing an eighth seed, you know? This yeah. is like, you know, they're going to get swept, but yep. at least they made it to the playoffs. That's right. That's right. This is- <laughs> yeah. There's, so let's you know, talk about. So yeah, the uh, the opposition, the uh, well, I was gonna call it Duke, but Duke didn't even make the bracket this year, um, which that this was the insane. first time since like the mid seventies that Duke, Kentucky, and Louisville all missed the tournament. Which you is, think it's time to get a new coach over there? That'd be crazy. Imagine yeah, it would be crazy. Imagine him going pro. Jesus. Uh, no, it's too. I think it's too late for him to go pro. You think he's got a really good relationship with all of them because of the team well, USA? Wasn't stuff. he? Yeah, that's true. But I think he was like, I know he was offered the Lakers job way back after Phil. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Anyway, but anyway, this is that dynasty team that was that was yeah. before we went completely off the tracks. <laughs> before uh, we went to sports, <laughs> this that's is in our sports podcast. That we <laughs> We get a sports game next week, and then the week after that, we don't need to be talking about it now. Um, but Super Mario Brothers 3 is a 1990 platformer from Nintendo. Mario and Luigi must once again save Princess Toadstool, not yet named Peach, as well as seven other monarchs that Bowser has turned into animals. Along the way, they encounter new enemies like Bowser's kids, the Koopalings, and learn new adventures or learn new abilities, rather, like flight. Uh, it is the first Mario game with an overworld map, which was a, a fun addition that has basically stuck around ever since. Uh, Paul Rand, not to be confused with Rand Paul, of Computer and Video Games magazine calls it the Mona Lisa of gaming, the greatest video game ever. Uh, his colleague Frank O'Connor says it makes Sonic the Hedgehog look like a wet Sunday morning and even gives Super Mario World a run for its money. Uh, it was released first in Japan, and most U.S. fans first glimpsed the game in the film The Wizard, which Levi Buchanan of IGN called a 90-minute commercial for the game. And it worked, because in its first two days in the States, it sold a quarter of a million copies, which by oh, 1990 standards is insane. That's a lot, yeah. Uh, the most recent data I could find says that 17 million copies of the game have been sold total. That's not counting like NES Classic and all that. That's actually just carts of Super Mario 3. 17 million copies. Uh, and as of 2011, so I don't know if this has changed, it is the highest grossing non-bundled home video game ever made. And it was $1.7 billion adjusted for inflation. Jesus, what a burger <laughs> this game. Nintendo Power used to do a monthly top 20 ranking of, you know, the, the, the hottest games for the console. Super Mario Brothers 3 stayed on that top 20 list for over five years. Uh, and <laughs> NES would later call it the sixth best game for any Nintendo console and the second best for the NES behind Tetris uh, in well, 2006. Oh, yeah. 
In 2007, Screw Attack called it the best Mario game in the series, and Games Radar agrees with IGN that it is the best NES game ever. Uh, in addition to IGN having it number one for the NES, they call it the 39th best game ever. So, Super Mario Brothers 3. Undefeated. Gonzaga, to go back to that metaphor. Coming into the tournament with all the momentum in the world. Got a basically a clear shot to the final four. <laughs> this is... Uh, I mean, it's going to take a lot for any game to beat this. It really is. It's funny, Brad, because we, we came into this podcast and we we're like, is anything going to be able to knock off Mario? And granted, I haven't played this game so long, but replaying it, man, like you could just tell from anything we played, anything that it's above. <laughs> like, yeah. It, oh, yeah. It's kind of crazy. This is a, this plays like a 16-bit platformer compressed down to eight bits. Like it plays like Super Mario World or it plays like a, you know, maybe not as like fast paced as like a, you know, a Mega Man X or something like that. But it's that level of quality. Um, I mean, it definitely feels like uh, like Super Mario World 3D, like the or Wii U or yeah, the newest one, Deluxe, whatever it's called. Yeah, like yeah, uh, new Super Mario Brothers Wii U. <laughs> Wii yeah. U it's something Deluxe. really long, but yeah, yeah like, which is also a great game. Like they're still making great side-scrolling platformers uh, with Mario, but yeah, I mean, this is coming off playing the first two Marios, both of which are really good in their own regard. This is just it's head and shoulders above either of them. It's just it's a remarkable bit of game uh, design. Uh, it, you know, we were talking two weeks ago about how the first SMB brought in a lot of the you know the characters and the the tropes that we're used to the you know the Goombas and the Koopas and the pipes and the piranha plants and all that. But I mean, Mario Three has you know it introduces the Koopa kids. Uh, yep. You've got your first look at chain chomps uh your first booze, right doesn't it what's that the booze booze show up for the first time yeah. yeah yeah there's a lot of stuff the um like the uh the on the overworld map where you can like go off to get items and then use the items in the level like that's still going with the whatever yeah. deluxe new super mario brothers you we whatever yep, that you can hold one yeah yeah you can hold an item yeah. And there's a story. This one has a story. <laughs> like, yeah. You talk to Toad and like, yeah. Oh, man. It's just like, this is truly the sequel super of mm-hmm. Mario Bros. Like, part yeah. two was such a cash grab. Mm-hmm. You could tell it's a cra- cash grab because you could tell it's not supposed to be a Mario game. Mm-hmm. This is the sequel. Yep. This is truly the part two. Yep. And this is, yeah, it's, it's with such a, lot a great jumping money, off. Could, yeah, I'm sorry, with a lot more money, with a lot more money, you can tell. <laughs> yes. Yes. You can tell by 1990 they had a budget uh, much bigger than what they had in 86 when they were developing the original. You know what this feels like? It's like when you start watching a show on Sci Fi Channel and it's like, man, it could be good. But then it gets bought out by like Amazon or uh-huh. <laughs> Netflix wink wink expense wink wink <laughs> that was literally the exact example i was thinking i was like what are you talking about the expanse yeah the expanse or cobra cry you know like these shows mm-hmm. were like 
had budget, but not really. And then they go on to big platforms like, whoa. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's absolutely. a great show. Go watch it. <laughs> oh, it's the best sci-fi on TV right now. Expand. Yeah. Oh, well, if you're not counting like Marvel, Marvel stuff. Yeah. But uh, I mean, honestly, that's, that's, that's more. That's... I, that's its own genre in terms of like pure, like it definitely leans more into the sci part of the sci-fi. Like there's a lot of like, you know, the effect that uh, FTL travel has on bodies and the, yeah, you know, the, just the, I don't know. It just, it's such a great show in terms of world building. Ah, I love it. Expanse is really so is. good. Really good. So, so good. Like this game. It's like this good. Game. <laughs> this game is like the expanse game. of the NES. Man, this game is the Avengers Endgame of the yes. NES. This is, this is a little yeah. kind of not fair. This, but... is, this is the Casablanca <laughs> of, of the NES. This is, there's just nothing. So let's, let's switch it up. What did we dislike about this game? Is there anything? I mean, you'd have to get real nitpicky. Um, <laughs> I don't. Can we? I, I mean, yeah. I mean, you can always find something, but it's going to be like real detaily stuff. Like in the first Mario Brothers, there's the you know the glitch in three one that you can exploit to get a hundred lives. There's nothing like right. that in this one. You get a game over. You you know you go back to the beginning of the world you were in, which stinks. Sure. But it's not a you know. It's not, not all the way back to. It's, it's not yeah. uh, Metal Gear sending you back to the very beginning of the game every time you die. Um, and it remembers, like, if you had, like, used a key to open a door, the door stays open. You have to replay the levels, but if you've but got a shortcut open, that you've made, you can bust through it. Or if you've got the Hammer Brothers hammer, you can, you know, break rocks or whatever. Um, so that's great. Jeez. Um, things I didn't like. <laughs> <laughs> what what do you have? Do you have any uh, nits to pick? See, I, the nitpicks I have, I think it's with my the way I played it. Um, because I tried to play it on my, I played it on my NES, and it was like glitchy every now and then. Oh, but no. that's just that's not because of the. I think it's because of just the program I have. Oh, okay. So then I tried it with a different version, and it worked better. Okay. But that after that, I was thinking about, I was like, man, I don't, I don't really have a problem. I mean, it's yeah. difficult. It's yeah, it's it's definitely it's <laughs> yeah. definitely very hard. Um, the um, but that it, but it's beatable. Like it's not like oh, it's not Contra or Battletoads or right or whatever. They yes. need codes. Yeah, no, that's that's definitely true. If, yeah, if if you've got enough time. This is definitely one of those like beatable in an afternoon kind of games. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, difficulty is a minor nitpick, but it's compared to a lot of the games we've played and that you just listed, it's not that hard. Yeah, um, but it's almost perfect. It's it is. It's scary. really close. <laughs> it's really the the controls are very functional, easy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh. I like all the great. new power-ups. The like the, power the raccoon up, yeah. and tanuki suit are great. The little shoe thing that you can use to hop across the the little chompy things is is great. Yeah. I love the like how they kind of play with the world. Like World Four is all oversized. Um, there's like that you know kind of twist on what you're familiar with. 
you know, having a Goomba that's three times your size. Yeah. Um, no, it's just, yeah. It's just, it's excellent. It's, it's really, good. really good. We're going to see if any game could knock it off. Yep. Uh, so but. before we, you know, before we officially move it into the next part of the bracket, we do still have one thing we got to do, and that is find out who made it farther. Who made it farther? Who made it farther? Iron Sword. When last we played, <laughs> I was, I had talked to the giant frog in the water level and had found the golden bug or whatever it was he wanted, but didn't get it in time. Well, this time I got it and I made it into the, you know, whatever water cavern he lets you into. I beat the water demon, yep. which then took me to the, the, fire world which was significantly harder um and it took you to a fire world Mm -hmm. oh yeah yeah Yeah. i had like dragons and volcanoes and what he took me to an ice world after you after you beat the the toad so yeah he gave you a thing and then you drop down and there's like rushing water Oh, I, I thought it was. Oh, it is water. I thought it was ice. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's uh, it's water. And then you like you drop down and you have yes. to search and, and find the swimming. The, Got it. The blight, it. blight, water blight, blight water, whatever that spell is called. Um, I was scared because. Okay, so spoilers. <laughs> this this is where I got to. I got to it there, but I thought it was like Sonic, where the bubble stops. And like, oh god. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, no. Mercifully, uh, mercifully, our boy can br- uh, breathe underwater indefinitely. Uh, I guess yeah, he's got a tank scared. inside like, that helmet. This um, is going to be impossible. <laughs> uh, so I beat the water demon to finish the water level and made it to the fire level, uh, and I found the golden crown. I just didn't find who I was supposed to give the crown, like the golden bug in the water level. I found the golden crown, but I couldn't find who I was supposed to give it to before I ran out of time. Uh, okay, so so you beat me with this because I just made it. I I made it to the water demon, but I didn't make it to the fire. I don't remember. I didn't make it to that. Okay. So did so did you you so you made it too, but didn't beat the demon like the I, it's like yeah, a big face be, I, on the wall and you're like shooting. Yeah, I don't know. All I all I met was the frog. Oh, okay. giant frog, and mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Well, all right. Narrow the gap a little bit. Um, so, how about uh, SMB three? How far did you make it there? Made it to World Six. I made it to the air shuttle at the end. Uh, I had um, I had some trouble with four two, which took up a big chunk of my time. So I only made it to five seven. So Ooh. you beat me by almost an entire world, and your lead remains six. Uh, <laughs> 48 Dude, to 40. Dude, this shuttle was no joke, man. That's... Yeah, they those get real hard as you get closer to the end of the game. Because I think that's I think there's one more of those after that, and then yeah, like, level I think eight so, is yeah. just the Bowser fight. Oh my god, but it sucks because that's one of those worlds where like the screen moves. 
Mm-hmm. And you could die because uh-huh. of the screen, and then you got the fire going as well. Yeah, because you got the like the rotating fire things plus bullet uh, bills and all of that. Uh, and then you have to fight the super Koopa. That's uh-huh. what I couldn't get past. The the Koopa on the ball. Oh yeah. He's on a ball and he's yeah. just <laughs> I got a rage quit. I'm like, you know what? I think I'm good. <laughs> it's almost in two hours. I'm good. I'm I'm good. <laughs> Yeah, that's a great game. Oh, totally. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, we might as well, um, you know, the winner is going to move on to face Batman, the video game in round three, which I'm super huh. excited to play another hour of that. But oh my God, I feel like we can't get rid of this Batman game. We, I mean, <laughs> I, th- I think this is the second, I think in both rounds, I picked its opponent, but got overruled by you and the audience, which by the by, the audience <laughs> record turnout this week. of the vote went to Mario Brothers 3. Um, And I think I'm pretty confident in saying 100% of the host vote is also going to Mario Brothers 3. Yeah, Super Mario 3. We will be seeing it in the semi. Yeah, it's like (laughs) this is the game to beat. We've been saying that about uh, River City Ransom for a while. Um, that That had been the best game we'd played, but I think good you know not to not to spoil the rest of the tournament because we've still got 46 more weeks to go (laughs) but this is this is the game to beat it's going to be a matter of do we get tired of it do we get frustrated with it uh in subsequent rounds i think that's the only thing that's going to eliminate it is if we just get tired of it winning every time that's true and there's also games that we just are really high on right now like i'm really high on castlevania 3 and uh i always forget the name of it but the one that goes the, the gravity. Oh, Metal Storm. Metal Storm, yeah. Like. Yeah. Yeah, well, hey, nice transition because Metal Storm is going to be facing the winner of next week's matchup, uh, which is the last week of Super Marchio when Dr. Mario, the number 51 seed, takes on number 14, Excitebike. Yeah, well, I feel sorry for both of these. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah, they're, they're running into whatever you know, Valparaiso from a few years ago or Florida Gulf Coast or the, you know, Those, the Cinderella wait, story. A lot, lot of fans, a lot of people love Super C, but yeah, we're going to have to wait to see we'll if see. we love it. <laughs> we will see. Uh, before we go, we do have uh, Rhino followed up on his own question from last week when we were talking about fighting games. His serious fighting game, he would want a Star Wars one similar to the one from the episode three game that we got back in the day i had forgotten oh, about yeah. that that there's like in the menu somewhere there's just like a one-on-one fighting game yeah yep. the jedi and that was fun that was a nice little or what is it batter battle of takasi or takas what was the playstation fighting game oh yeah masters of takasi master of Ta- that sounds right masters of takasi i can't Paris say the Terrace takasi yeah oh, good memory i and had th- forgotten all about that yeah, man. What's funny is they made Terakasi canon and they made it like a martial arts style. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. Which I, I I wonder if that's what it was in Star Wars, but yeah. maybe. Uh, that'd be then... great, man. I'm freaking a fighting Star Wars game. <laughs> yeah. Hey, that's a good one. Yeah, because that's, I mean, that's one of the most fun things about uh, playing Battlefront 2 is when you can play as you know, Kylo Ren or Rey or the Emperor right. and like just being able to do that, you know, without 
you know, troopers well, and rebels running yeah. around when it's just, you know. Soul Calibur 4. You could be Yoda, you could be Darth Vader, or you could be Starkiller. So. That's true. That's true. Yeah, that uh, full-on yeah. Soul Calibur style Jedi sword fighting game would be fun. That would be a lot of characters to choose. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And no shortage, especially if you want to start dipping into like the animated series or even some of the the uh, the legacy stories. Uh, or what would legends. what would be your like Dan, like your joke character <laughs> from Star Wars? My joke character. Yeah. I would say if if they let me design it. I would want to go with the robot chicken gag of Jar Jar as the Sith Lord behind it all. <laughs> I want a Gungan Sith Lord. Oh, that'd be great. But in I terms of do... actual, yeah. if it wasn't just Jedi and you could be other characters, I, I mean, it's Babu Freak. Like, it's... i would do two one watto oh come on throwing like gamble things like dices (laughs) yeah he's got his his gents cube (laughs) that would be great or c3po have c3po like be a puppet character so like he throws out rcd2 and then you can do like a weird combo with like have it be like a uh, what's her name in Smash? The with the star, um, uh, Rosalina. Rosalina, yeah, yeah, exactly, just like that. Yeah, or an ice climber, or ice climber, yeah, <laughs> or Olimar. There you go. Yeah, yeah, I can see it. It'll work. It'll work. I would hey, now I want this. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Disney. Rhino it. just gave you a billion dollar idea and he's your employee so you don't even have to pay him for it <laughs> yeah just that's Sorry, in the contract you'll sign just gave Disney a hell of an idea for free uh-huh. uh, and for his silly game he wants an Animaniacs fighting game which would be fun that would be great yeah. that would be great you gotta have secret character Freakazoid in there uh, and our new question from Rhino this week is who do you think is the most underrated character in the Mario universe? Oof. That's a rough one. Because <laughs> there's Mario does such a good job of like calling back on itself. So I know people are gonna say Wall Luigi. <laughs> Obviously, Fair. I think Wall Luigi just doesn't get love. Yep, that's true. I'm gonna go with oh, man. I don't even know. I was gonna say like Toad or he gets a lot of love in. He's always like the best character in Mario Kart, so mm-hmm. he gets love there. Yeah. What about Daisy? Daisy's not really been in anything. Daisy's a good choice. Daisy's a really good choice. Um, like is Daisy even Luigi's girl? No, right? <laughs> I don't think canonically she is. Right, she is in the movie. <laughs> she is in the movie, and I think, if I remember right, I think she's the princess that you're saving in the first Game Boy Mario game. I don't think it's yeah, Peach think it, in Yeah, I think you're right. Super Mario Land. Um, 
I mean, I always liked, uh, I don't know if this counts because it's not really in the franchise, but it kind of is. I liked Gino in Super Mario RPG. Oh, I mean, yeah, everyone loves Gino. I mean, Super Mario RPG in general. like That's a great game. It needs to come back. Yeah. Like, I like, like the Paper back. Mario games, but I yeah. I really liked Mario RPG. Man. It, you know what's funny? It's like that game, and I know you never played this, but Sonic had an RPG <laughs> game for the Game Boy Advance, I believe. And guess who made the game? Who made it? BioWare. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> huh. It was awesome, dude. And if you guys don't know, Bioware, these guys are the guys that made uh, Kotar and Mass mm-hmm. Effect and Dragon Age. Yeah. Yeah. They're yeah, like they the action game. RPG people. Wow. And it was awesome. It's so good. You said it was a Game Boy Advance game? I'm uh, looking it up. It was definitely a Game Boy. I don't know if it was DS or. Find it out real quick before we go on. But yeah, uh, that's a good character. Daisy, Waluigi, uh, the RPG. Yeah, I'm trying Anybody to think else? of, like, because there's not a lot of, I feel like a lot of the, like, new, new characters that have been introduced over the last few games have been super memorable. Um, like, I mean, Cappy, of course, is very memorable. But I'm trying to think of like there's not really any other like there's not a lot of characters, characters from Odyssey or Galaxy or Sunshine. So it was called so the Sonic game is called uh, Sonic Chronicles Dark Brotherhood. That sounds like a Bioware title. Yeah, and it was for the DS, not the DS. Okay, I think I still have my DS somewhere. Maybe I'll get brave this weekend and mask up and sanitize up and go. Did you ever get the Wii U? Yes. Yep. I have a Wii U. We'll talk after the stream. <laughs> okay. <laughs> or after the podcast. There's some cool things you could do with that. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Well, my curiosity is sufficiently peaked. So think uh, that's probably our cue to wrap things up don't forget to join us next week for the end of super marchio when excite bike takes on the good doctor uh you can see the full bracket at challenge.com slash kings of consoles i can contribute to the show financially if you want to you know throw a couple bucks our way you can do that at coffee ko-fi.com slash kings of consoles uh you can watch a stream at twitch.tv slash kings of consoles uh Facebook.com slash Kings of Consoles, uh, Kings of Consoles pod at gmail.com, uh, at Kings of Consoles on Twitter. Uh, I'm at Loopy Date on Twitter. And I'm at Ricky GN7. And yeah, so until next week when uh, Dr. Mario and Excite Bike tangle, uh, just playing old games. See you next week. Play, play old games, everyone. Kings of Consoles is recorded in Nashville and Orlando and is produced and edited by me, Hadouli. Thanks to Captain Portal for our theme song, intro for a non-existent video game, which can be found at freemusicarchive.org. And the music and sound effects from this week's games can be found with a quick Google search. The opinions expressed in this and every episode are our own, and we are in no way sponsored by or affiliated with Nintendo. We're just big fans.